Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. Yo, yo, what it do? Blizz D, homie. I'm hanging out with the Misfits on the Who They Want podcast. If you ain't here, you ain't about it. Blizz D, homie. What's up, y'all? This is Lady Tasha, better known as the Duchess. And you already know, I'm rocking with the Misfits on a Who They Want Entertainment podcast show. And don't forget, go and download Everything Entertainment Expo app and get blocked in. Or bow down, bitches. What it is, this your boy Captain Capo Grown on standby for the run by with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. You ain't bout it if you ain't here. So stay tuned. Grown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the internationally known podcast show that does everything that they don't. You are now tuned in to the Who They Want podcast show. This is Who They Want Wednesdays. And tonight we'll be featuring an entrepreneur and a fitness guru. Tonight we'll have Todd, Todd Bardell join us in studio momentarily. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steady Files. I am the host for the evening. DJ Steady, are you ready? Rock. You did. And tonight, <laughs> tonight you get the dynamic duo. Of course, you get the Duchess, the beautiful, the Beyonce of Who They Want podcast. Lady oh. Tasha. <laughs> oh. Oh. So I got to get up and do the uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Well, I'll let y'all put your imagination to use. Yeah, because I got a lot of what I don't need to uh oh with. So I'll let y'all put your imagination to use. Can I? Uh, so I don't went from the Duchess to Beyonce. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, what more can I say? And it's love to every other misfit. Y'all already know it's equal love, it's equal opportunity. But right now, <laughs> y'all got to bring it like Lady Tasha has been bringing it. Since the beginning of the season four, I'm just saying we got to get the spark back. Y'all got to put on a whole parade to impress me right now. But it's love to everybody. So shout out to all the misfits. Love, love, Mwah. love. We love y'all. Steady. What's on your mind? Teddy Bear podcast. Ah, okay. I hear ah. you. You, you. I made you warm up to that, right? You warmed up yeah. to that. The title of Teddy Bear. I'm telling you, you know, the Teddy Bears. You know, you big men, Teddy Bears. That's what the you know, those females like, you know. I'm saying that's a, that's a that's a sexy title right there. How you doing today, though? 
I'm doing lovely. It's great. Mind refreshed, you know, and took some time off to get myself back in the game. Mm-hmm. Just revitalized and, you know, did some meditations and some stuff back on my green tea officially today. So okay, okay. I'm definitely energized and ready to go. How about yourself? How are you doing this evening? Oh, uh, listen, I think I finally caught up on some sleep. I don't know how and I don't know when, but for some reason I feel like I'm resting up some. Um, and, you know, I'm just, you know, every day above grounds is a good day. So I'm just enjoying life and stuff. Um Got some, you know, things going on, trying to get, you know, politicking, networking, making and trying to make things happen, making moves, loving what I'm doing right now here on a podcast, you know, um, the block is growing. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just happy right now. I'm happy. I'm happy. And then I'm still, I'm still overwhelmed with that dope show yesterday. That show yesterday. I just want to get back on that show. Shout out to Far From Over. Literally shout out. You know, all of them for coming on yesterday. I mean, that that show, I've I, I watched it today again. <laughs> that show was just phenomenal. I mean, all of our shows are great and stuff, but you know, that one, you know, some things just left, you know, just leave, you know, something. The iconic right. feel. It just yeah, iconic that. feel, right, exactly. Yeah. And that show, the energy, the vibe, the whole show was just awesome. And shout out again to them, you know, and stuff. I spoke to Mel today and whatnot, and he was more than grateful. He thanked me. He thanked you. He thanked all of us, all the fellas. Just, you know, the, the brotherly love they had, the unity and stuff. You know, they was all thankful and humble. And they For can't real. wait to come back on, and we can't wait to have you back on. Exactly. And see, that's when you know you're doing something right. When you can right. create a platform and people can come and be free to be themselves, Right. And share their opinions, their thoughts, their mentalities, whatever there is at that time that they want to share. And then when they leave, they feel like, man, I can go back and do that constantly, night after night after night, just in right. that same environment. And that's what I strive for when creating Who They Want podcast. I didn't want it to just be some rinky dink podcast of me just picking random people or whatever and then scrutinizing them on a podcast and then making right. them feel like, I don't need you no more because you made me famous. No, no, it's not about the fame, the glitz, the glamour and all that. You know, I love what I do wholeheartedly. I'm passionate about what I do. And that's the difference between, you know, being on a on a plateau of I'm just in it because I'm looking for the clout, the bag. Yeah, the bag is going to come. It's going to come. Just got to be patient. We've heard that through what countless episodes we didn't have with so many guests and their Mm -hmm. jewels always have been just be patient, sit back and just watch it grow and um, again the baby is one year old now for podcast world for me under the brand and it's like amazing and you know you with everything entertainment expo as you were speaking on it you're reaching your year mark so you watching yours nurtured you know what i'm saying it's just November amazing platform, march for the app yeah it's amazing you know so and we still here and this is how you know we love what we do you know what I'm saying? Because we're going on a year with this. You understand what I'm saying? And we still going harder. We still doing everything we can to push harder and go harder. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not stopping at just one level and not trying to go further. You know, we constantly thinking about things that we can do to, you know, just come harder with some dope stuff. You know? Absolutely. Because I was seeing what it was talking about. Rick Ross' son turned 16. And he and got he a gift. You feel me? Gift. That's generational wealth right there. Yeah gift a gift and a franchise for your 16th birthday oh man Woo-hoo. 
gosh, that's just right there. Like you said, that's that, that's something awesome. But you know what? Gifts like that, I can appreciate and respect. All yeah. the stars and stuff and all the other stuff these celebrities be doing. No, give me a franchise, something where he can learn, okay, from something where he can build, you know what I'm saying? And something where, you know, he can actually make into a legacy. You know what I mean? So exactly. that, that was dope on Rick Roy's part. That was a very, very smart move. So I commend him for that. I really do. Move to the boss. And also Scarface receiving a kidney from his son. So he was gifted. Yeah. So he got a gift oh to keep his legacy going. Right, right. But you know, when I read that story, I kind of had it like... um. I thought because it was talking about Rick Ross had given a gift in his son, um, the franchise, and then they said, and um, Scarface got gifted a kidney. And I'm like, okay, did Rick Ross give Scarface this kidney? Like, so I had to read it again because I was like, didn't Rick Ross have some issues himself? I mean, he has been dealing with his health issues, but I don't think he's in a position right now for donating body organs, right? But yeah, I can be clear. And stuff, but God bless the both of them and everything. And stuff. you know, that's just awesome. You know, you know, he basically got a new scholarship and ticket, you know, to live a nice life. You know what I'm saying? A kidney, you know what I'm saying? I mean, right. people go on lists for years for a transplant and stuff. So, you know, that's a blessing that you know he was able to, you know, get one, you know, from his son, right? Right. And he was so humble because I've been following right. him with a lot of his, his interviews or podcasts. You know, he since he's been battling that issue, he rarely would come out. And talk yeah. about a lot of stuff, but yeah. just learning that and see the hip hop community, you know, be in his corner. And right. but you saw, you saw Scarface for the human he is. You right. didn't get, you know, caught up in this idolized world. Of, well, he got all the means. He done been one of the ghetto boys. It shouldn't be hard for him to get a kidney. He should just buy one. He didn't. Right. He didn't flash all that. You feel me? It's not that easy. You know what I'm saying? Because you got people. Who've been on lists for years and stuff, and I don't think it's just that easy. I don't in situations like that. I don't think money plays a factor. I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying. And needing a kidney, like or like organs like that, you know, um, I think they probably put some type of stipulation to it. Money can't buy everything, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And right. then really he's suffering with COVID at first because I didn't know it was really a kidney issue he had. I thought yeah. he was suffering with COVID. He did battle the COVID. He did get COVID, and at he must have had kind of pretty rough end of it at that time period, because you know everybody wasn't looking for him to pull through as he did. You know, with right. the health issues prior to the kidney, that was really kind of played a factor too, because he was already battling that illness in regards to needing that vital organ to live. So I'm right. just happy, you know. Prayers out to him. Prayers to his family. You know, Rick Ross and his family. You know, it just it makes you feel good. When you yeah. see okay. that from, you know, being, quote, unquote, the minority side mm -hmm. of the world and you uh -huh. see us upcoming. That's what I'm talking about, breaking that generational curse. Right. And not, not continuing right. with everything should be so gangster orientized to where you just right. got to be a thug to be successful. Nah, Absolutely. we ain't doing all that. You did. Absolutely. So. It was a big talk today about this Ja Rule Fat Joe versus. Anybody see that? I, I did not catch it, unfortunately. And so I can imagine how it was and stuff. But what I did hear and what I did not realize, how much Fat Joe was behind the scenes, working um, behind the scenes he did on other tracks. Catalog is extensive. I don't know why I, didn't, I wouldn't make that connection. 
and stuff. I, I don't know why, because I heard he worked on a lot of tracks because I know there was an issue because they was getting, I think um, Ja Rule, I think kind of came at him and got upset because when he started playing his songs, he was playing songs, I guess he only produced and he wasn't really on a track. And I think Ja Rule actually made a comment or something like, yo, you're not even on a track, why are you playing it for? But I guess the controversy was is that, well, he produced the track, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And then and they also brought up the issue was like, well, what you're going to do when Puffy, like, because this is a big thing with Puffy and Dr. Dre talking about doing a versus, what's you're going to do with them when it's time for them to do it? Because all of the tracks that they're going to be doing is going to be like a good, probably 80, 75, 80% of them, they're not even on. You know what I'm saying? You know right. what I mean? They ain't even rapping on it, you know, doing any vocals on. So that that that's like I, I like to see how that's gonna roll out. Like what they verse is gonna be like. Are they just gonna be sitting back, leaving to the play beats? And the same thing with Puffy, did he? You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm kind of sketchy about the Diddy versus Dre if they do make that a thing, only because of the simple fact. Dre got a lot of arsenal, and if it Dre. go back to the days of the East Coast West Coast rival. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, did he say since the '80s? You feel me? He was like, I threw he threw shade at Jermaine Dupri, like I would crush you with just you know more Diddy songs than this and that. But I'm like, right. bro, you you but you would rather call Dr. Dre knowing he still got songs with Tupac as well. So you right. gonna reignite something that's been moved forward for the culture? I right. mean, I understand catalogs. Both of them are really great producers and really dope, mm -hmm. but. Can't nobody hold a candle to Dr. Dre. I'm just going to say I, it. Yeah, hands down. You know, I mean, you know, because, you know, and you can, you know, what? for some reason, I don't care what era we in, you can always tell a beat that Dr. Dre had his hands on. Exactly. For some reason. You can, uh, you know, it was like that back in the 90s, you know, mm -hmm. when he really started stepping up into the game producing. And it is even like that now. You know what I'm saying? You can just listen to it. So you can just, oh, yeah, that's a Dre beat and stuff. And... You know, and, and I gotta get to Puffy too, you know, because you know, when Puffy first came out, it was more of him like doing the samples and stuff, you know what I mean? And stuff, and mm -hmm. Dr. Nick, you know, because he was really on that funkadelic thing and all that stuff and whatnot. But it's like, um, what Puff with Zep Dre, whatever he sampled, it's like he put his own touch and spin on it, whereas you knew it was still a Dre production and beat, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? On the other hand, with Diddy. I mean, you know, it's just like it's just like he's almost refreshed the whole sample just to make it seem fresh and clear, you know, uh, and up to date. You understand? Do you get what I'm saying? It's not so it's really like no Diddy stamp, you know, on those samples to me. Nah, it's not. You know You're what I'm right. saying? Yeah, yeah, it was really like no Diddy stamp on those samples and everything. Um, but um, yeah, you know, Diddy he got Mary J. Blige. You know what I'm saying? He got Biggie. And stuff, and I'm quite sure with Biggie being gone and stuff, there's a lot of stuff Diddy can pull out the vault. You understand? But True. you gotta understand, Dr. Dre gonna come out. First of all, he's pulling out that whole stuff from MWA because that was him. Come exactly. On. That's gonna be a whole damn near show in itself. You understand what I'm saying? Then he's gonna come out with the crime. You understand what I'm and saying? That you know was already mean? that was already one of the biggest highlights. Of his career right. was career, the right. You and just then, lost your battle right there, Diddy. Right. Yeah. You know, I hate to say that and stuff. I mean, because you got to give it to Diddy. Got he got asked. You understand what I'm saying? But Dre, I mean, then he's gonna then he's gonna step into the era with Eminem. That's just a whole new different era. You know what I'm saying? And then the 50 era. 
You know what I mean? And then it keeps going on and on and on. And then he's going to step into the era with Kendrick Lamar and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, um, what's that other dude, Nate? He came out, um, um, him and, um, him and, um, Bruno Mars just made a track. What's that dude name? Um, Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. So it's like he just had, he, he touched every ever and just like, like, dude, he just had his hand in every ever in a big project. You, you know, I haven't heard nothing from Diddy lately. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not saying Diddy's not in the studio working on nothing, but what like I can say, what I can say is Dre, he's like he stamped every era with his mark. You know what I'm saying? And he's still in the studio doing stuff. You always see him on Instagram or people posting him and stuff and doing things. But um, you know, Diddy, you know, he got then Diddy, you know, then then they can also go up battling with the verses. And I think Dre gonna have Dre, you know, even though Dre had ghostwriters and stuff, but I think that damn chronic album and stuff, if him and Diddy go up against each other, that chronic album and Diddy go up with his his tracks that he actually did, I don't know. That that that's definitely gonna be a no one. Uh, Dre ain't got lying. that. Dre got ain't that. Lying. Then we're talking about Chronic 2000 when Eminem first emerged and stuff. Dre got that. Dre yeah. got that. And what the, and it's crazy because you being, you know, from New York and the East Coast. Right, and give- I'm, I'm sorry, you know, I love it. I love, like, you know, and Adriel, she's in the comments on the block. She said Puffy had Mary, he had Faith, 112, Little Kim. That's true, but, I mean, come on. I mean, before Faith and Mary was out and stuff, I mean, her career wasn't as long as I would say is Mary, but Dr. Dre had Michelle A who came out yeah. with a band. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And Michelle yeah. A, for me, she is one of the females who actually set that platform for a female R&B linking up with a hip-hop, you know, team. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because I don't know no females that was, like, really doing it like that back then. You know what I'm saying? Michelle A, she, you know, she came out with, um, damn. You know, she didn't have a lot, but she came out with some some good hits. My you know heart. And a couple more, like she's got some inventory now. Like you say, we can't call them all verbatim right now. She can't call them all and stuff because in the inventory she do have when she was rocking with Dre, those were some big inventories. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was some big that was some big stock in them inventories and everything. But um and yeah, but you know, it's not about yeah, Adriel said it's not about the beat, it's about the hits. And that's what we're talking about, hits. That's what we're talking about, hits. You feel me? Anything with Snoop Dogg yeah. on, anything with Tupac on. It's a Snoop Dogg project that Dre did. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. I mean, it's it like, ain't no fun. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, if you was to compare what producer worked with the artist who had who was in it for the long run and longevity, Dre got that vibe because you still got Snoop still around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You still got um this up in the sleep doing things and everything. Um uh you know 50 I mean he's not on the scene no more really with the um with the rapping but I mean you know he's doing a you know the filming and it all that stuff. a businessman yeah he moved yeah, he's going a businessman yeah and stuff but you know you know Eminem he's trying to you know he came out with something I think and stuff but but you know then you got Mary J Blige you know she's still hitting it you know she's still coming out and everything Faith Evans we haven't heard nothing I think Faith Evans did something with um Elder Barge recently not so long ago it was actually a good you know um a good cut you know song yeah. and stuff but and then I think her and Stevie J kind of been on the rocks yeah, yeah, and stuff, but um, it's like you know what? 
I wonder if there could be a versus between because everybody's always trying to figure out okay, who can Mary J. Blige go up? Hey, 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 what's up, Monet? <laughs> what's good, Monet? <laughs> who can Mary J. Blige go against? Fantasia. Right, right. No, Dree, I know. I no, no, no. What I said is that I was talking about as far as the samples. Dre and Diddy both did a lot of sampling back then. Yeah. But however, when Dre sampled a song, when Dre did a sample, he still on that whole track, an overall track, his his signature stamp sound was there. You can tell it was still a Dre beat. On the other hand, with Puffy, when he did a sample, and for instance, for example, let's take Biggie Juicy. It was mm. just the whole juicy flowing through. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And, and, you, 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 it, there was no signature by Puffy on it at all. So I'm like, okay, that's a Puffy track. I mean, I mean, basically, okay, if you want to say that's a Puffy track, you, you know, you want to say, okay, it's a sample, so it's a Puffy track. Because that's what, you know, he was doing a lot of samples back then. But there was nothing you can do to, like, distinguish, like, okay, yeah, that's Puffy. You know, he sampled that, but he got that little, you know, that little stamp sound that only Puffy has, that Diddy has. Everything. Because you know? if you, even if you, even during the Mace era when he had Mace and, right. you know, more money, more problems, it still right. was a sample. A sa- right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It was like there was nothing to stamp. You know, and it's not the wrong sample at all because that's what you do. You pull from the, 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 the um, you pull from the um, history, you know, that the past, that's actually the great to make even make it even greater. And that's what they do. They sample. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, however, Dr. Dre, when he samples, okay, do you still know it's a Dr. Dre's beat? Absolutely. Because he puts a twist on it and adds something to it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's a drum kick. I don't know if it's a snare. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the West Coast, they actually got a song. and I mean, they actually got they, they actually got like a style over there with that, um, I don't even know what it's called. I don't even want to take a shot at it. But it's like a, 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 a certain sound a West Coast song had, especially back in the 90s with the Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre era. Exactly. Well, said some only thing he have. What did Moulton they say? I can't. You got the. Um, okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Only thing he has is the Diddy Bop. Diddy Bop. Yeah. When well, he owned that, that's the Diddy Bop. Right. You know what I'm saying? The Diddy Bop. Not taking nothing away from Diddy. I love Diddy. You know what I'm saying? He gave us some. He gave us some. He gave us some legends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, his roster is crazy, too. But. Overall, if we have to talk about hits and beats and stuff and everything, and me, I like originality. So I, I like more originality. You know, I've got to go with Dr. Dre. Point blank, period. If that I was agree. that, I, don't, I right. have to go with Dr. Dre. I really is here. He produced Mary J. Blige, too. Right. So. Dr. Dre, yeah, he did that um, um, Family Affair or um, Get It Crunkton, Let's Get It Crunkton. Yeah, he did that. Yeah, he, Dr. Right. Dre, he had his hands in everybody. You gotta give it to you, man. Everybody, he came on the East Coast. He produced for um Black Street back in the days. Definitely, so So that's Black Street one twelve. Well, Lady um, Kingpin. So yeah, it is. It's tough, but oh, Diddy, I'm sorry. I think you kind of wrote too much. Now I know you can cash out right now when you called out that man for verses. You should have just took Jermaine Dupri. And y'all should have did that because y'all got a couple of collabs anyway in that circuit. And yeah, that yeah I think Jermaine Dupree and Diddy will be much more, you know, um, a better yeah. here, you know, to go up against each other. I really do, and stuff. Right. I, I really do. Um, it's just that you know, um, 
you know, Diddy, he's, you know, I guess, you know, he, I think, yeah, I, Dre, I don't know who can go up against Dre. I, I really honestly don't know who. It has to be between David Banner, Kanye West, and, hmm, and maybe Bun B. I don't know. Well, no, Bun B ain't really producing. It'd probably be like a dungeon family thing, I guess. No? Mm. It's, just, it's, see what I'm saying? Like, it's difficult to really, but you, really. You got, like, Kanye West. Man, I, I ain't talking about the Kanye West of now. Going to Dre now. Him and Dre working on something. So he's going to Dre now for beats see? and stuff and everything. So it's like, which which means really don't hold no weight on his credibility because, you know, he's still Kanye West. But, you know, it seems to me at the end of the day, whatever artist you pull out the woodworks or whoever, they or Dre already had their hand in a the project they did anyway. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Exactly. So I see Dre as like Lil Wayne. Like those two people are just, you can't really pull a catalog out to match their level of success. Yeah. Not saying nobody's less successful than those two. But I'm just saying, but back to the fat Joe and Ja Rule thing, it was great. But then you, then, you know, Irv Gotti wanted to stir the pot of calling 50 Cent back out because the crowd apparently was. Calling out Ja Rule on 50 destroying his career, and you can't, you know, you trying to mess up, you know what I'm saying? Because now you know you get this fool 50 started, he ain't gonna know when to stop. He is the king of petty, everybody and stuff, and then it's gonna be a big thing again. Lord have mercy. But I'm hoping that you know things have people's matured since then <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. And but I don't know why Earth got it, he got up there, he called it, he, he um called 50 out. He made a statement. I guess it was after the battle. He puts out the statement about 50 ain't this. And, you know, back in the day, you know, he got shot up and stabbed and all this. And we even sued 50. Like, why you want to reignite that flame, bro? He literally right. did destroy your artist's career, though. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, the crowd, you're going to have audience in the crowd. They always going to keep something going. Yeah. You know, but see now you are not a true, you know, like we I put I put that on Earth Guardian. Why even get into it? You understand? We get in the crowd, let the crowd handle that. Let them do deal with that. You understand what I'm saying? Why bring that? Because at the end of the day, now all that, you know, that's just gonna fall back on you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's like little flip saying I want to do a versus and call TI back out, but I got some fresh diss tracks. Why you wanna right. ignite old flames? Right, exactly, exactly. So at the end of the day, it's like I don't know, you know. I I didn't um I heard Little Mo and Ashante got out there and did they thing. That was dope. The Trina and, and Eve was dope. Mm -hmm. Even the Gladys Knight and uh Patty hey, LaBelle. All the people was there up on the stage. Like well, I, I, Gladys Knight. I mean, I, I was lifting my eyebrows when you see Trina and Eve. And yeah, stuff. they didn't like, have chances to do versus yeah. They had oh, that it was all on the one with John. No, oh, nah. no, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I was just speaking of this. I was, I was just speaking of you know the ones that I felt like was really dope and really tough. Like, right. I'm waiting to see Jay Z and because they talking about Jay Z and Nas putting the catalog, putting now, their catalog. That, that 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 will be dope. And honestly, to tell you the truth, Nas he got some. To me, I don't know why I'm feeling like why Nas don't have as many songs as Jay Z got and stuff, mm -hmm. but he got some hits, incredible hits. 
And then if he comes out, he's gonna tear it out. He's gonna tear it up and shut it down. Just doing that ether alone, because that yeah. right there, yeah, that just shut it down. That battle back there, that this battle back then, when he came out with that ether, that that just just shut it all down. That was like, oh my god, like what? that was like one of the songs. You was like, wait, did he really just say that? And like you have to keep pressing rewind and stuff. That was the original versus battle back in the day for true music heads to know. Like when that right. drop was something. Right, that was just that was the original one. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, that 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 that'll be a good show, a good battle. Um, you know, but you know what I, I see, they came a long way and they're not even beefing no more. So I'm just hoping, you know, you know, true um true sportsmanship can be shown through these battles. Like after it's done, everybody can go back. And still be friends. I just don't want no beefing again. You know what I mean? I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying because after that locks in the dipset thing, see they showed what sportsmanship was. Jeezy and Gucci. That was anybody from the streets would know what that was initially about. Right, 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 right. Oh yeah. So like you say, it's all about let's just battle catalog, keep it clean, do it for the culture, do it for the fans. And just do it for the nostalgia of like bringing back classics. But a lot of times, you forget your artists even had these type of hits in their inventory to, right. you know, they review them. And you be like, man, I forgot that was this song. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, 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 right. And stuff. But it is what it is, I swear. I guess should be getting ready to chime in momentarily, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. I said, I guess should be getting ready to chime in. I think he's getting ready to log in. So, Ooh, no, um, Todd, okay. the, the guest for the evening. What? What's the matter? Oh, something happened. Oh, there you no, go. I'm here. So before he gets on, in your opinion, what's the difference between an entrepreneur and a hustler? An entrepreneur and a hustler? Yes. Okay. Wow, that's a good question. Um, so I, I don't know. Okay. An entrepreneur, okay, they will come. Okay. Entrepreneur to me, I, I guess. They, and I'm trying to figure out a good way to say it. they will come up and develop a good business plan and stick to it mm-hmm. and follow it by a T. Whereas a hustler to me is just like all over the place. You understand what I'm saying? You know, an entrepreneur will come up with a business plan, one business plan, stick with that, try to make it flourish. A hustler to me is like they're just going all over the place. Okay, we're going to start with this and we're going now, we're going over here and this while this is trying to flourish. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know what I'm saying? So to me, I think, so I guess what I'm trying to say, an entrepreneur is somebody who really has a passion for what they're trying to go at. And a hustler is just trying to go out and grab anything they can. Right. You know what I'm saying? I follow you 100%. And stuff. So what about you? What do you think? I mean, to piggyback, I feel like it's the same, but I feel like hustler, hustler is just like that first step before you get into entrepreneurship. I think it gives you what it ultimately Why? ends up to right. be it's like it's like adulting you know you grow up as a hustler you learn how to make the money but entrepreneurship teaches how to invest that money right. to make your money matter and you know you get to watch what you did hustling over the years 
as the as a hustle would say, you turn dirty money to clean money, you know, right. in a sense. Well, right. Uh, uh, entrepreneur is longevity. A hustler is just like, you know, you're just hustling to get this done or, you know, to get this bag. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Exactly. So, you know, and like it I said, comes you, with a lot, though. Hustling comes with, you know, a lot of that looking over your shoulder type of yeah. mentality as a for, you know, entrepreneurship is like, look, bro, I done made myself established. Now, do you want a job? I can help coach you to, right. you know, get out that lifestyle. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Yes. So, <sighs> yeah, that's what it is and stuff. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, they got to... um really think what they want to be. Do they want to be an entrepreneur? Because entrepreneur and stuff to me also is more like you, you, um, you're just somebody who's like, uh, like a craftsman in that, the, whatever you're going for, whatever area you in, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you studied it, you learned it, you finesse it. You, like you say, you can go back and teach it, show people how to grow in the field and everything. But, you know, hustler and other that, they just out there trying to get that bag, trying to get what they can get, as much as they can get, you know what I'm saying, in different areas and everything. And and when you have people hustling like that with, like, a lot of different um, ventures and stuff, it's very rare you see any of those ventures really, like, take go, like, to heighten levels. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. they're too busy to concentrate on one thing because they got so many other things going on. Whereas an entrepreneur, they got that one thing that they're focusing on and they can just concentrate and make sure it just gets, keep lifting and rising and rising and rising. You know what I'm that, saying? You're absolutely right. And you know, I never yeah. did think of it from that angle. Cause you, yeah. have, you know, you think hustlers, cause like you said, we're trying to get that fast bag. Yeah. So, you know, you into everything that you know how to make money out of, you mm -hmm. flipping, you flipping, right. you flipping, you flipping. But without that business sense, as opposed to entrepreneur would have, you don't know what to do with that money. Right. So as a hustler, you're like, yeah, man, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to go get that Jaguar, that Bugatti. Right. I'm trying to flip this. I'm trying to mm -hmm. do that. Or an entrepreneur, like, ah, oh, man, I'm trying to own a dealership. I'm trying right. to own I'm hotels to own. and stocks and bonds. Yeah, and trade. I'm trying to own Ford. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to own the factory. Right. You, you feel know what me? I'm exactly. I ain't trying to keep stuffing all my money in my auntie house. It right. is. <laughs> yeah, and stuff, but you know. You got some good hustlers out there and stuff. Um, like one good example, I, I don't think I think he will be in between a hustler and an entrepreneur. It is Master P. Mm, Cause he started off hustling to become right. a businessman. So yeah, he's but, 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 but the reason why I still give him hustling status is because he's like just hitting different things. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Different things. I mean, right now I think so far. He's really had himself concentrating on um, his brand, the food brand, because he got like a whole darn brand in the supermarkets. I mean, he got potato chips, he got ice cream, he got oodles and noodles, he got you everything on. Cereal, he got the fish yeah. fry mix. Yeah, he literally. Yeah. The manyatis, the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you think? That's why I say he's always go on a list like top five. But he's like definitely up there on my like number one yeah. with like Master P as far as entertainment going now. Personally, it'd be definitely my uncles would be like my top five favorite entrepreneurs would be under that list just because the game they gave to me. You did. So shout out to them. Sap game. You did. I hear you the sap game. <laughs> and everything. But it's like, oh gosh, and stuff. 
But you know, did you ever research what we was talking about earlier? We were bring that to like that was an interesting top, uh, topic that uh, thing you texted me earlier. What did I think you aware about the IRS thing? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it is though. Like I was scrolling and I thought, and then I'm like, you know, man, I got to go back and do my research further because just because I see one post about it. Don't necessarily like, mean you can't true. trust everybody nowadays. You got yeah. some fools out there. You really do. So so far, only thing I discovered is in his proposed plan, but it hasn't been no confirmations as to far as him having the IRS track people's accounts. Now, anything over six hundred, he's gonna try to watch. So they can basically it's and in basically saying we finna start taxing your money now that comes to your account to try so, to fix this debt is what I'm taking it as. So now these is the, okay. So they're gonna start. IRS is gonna start tracking everybody's bank accounts. We have over six hundred and sixty dollars in it. Okay, we're not talking about just people who's like collecting any type of government assistance or any type of social security or SSI. We're talking about people who's just people out there working. So now let's take the average person, and I'm, I'm it's interesting to see how this is gonna work in New York because. The average person that's living in New York to pay bills in New York, set alone rent. I mean, come on. How are they not going to have more than $660 in their goddamn account? Exactly. You understand? So, I mean, so, I mean what are they going to, I mean, what are they going to try to start ordering, ordering people now or something? Like, I, I don't get, like, what is their reason for doing that? Tax invasion, baby. It's all about tax invasion of we need our money back. <laughs> yeah, but. Mm -hmm. Okay, if they were so worried about that, then they should have really put a crack down on all of these people that was collecting unemployment when they was when they shouldn't have been doing during the pandemic. You understand? Mm. They should have screened that before they even let them collect it. You understand right. what I'm saying? So you don't give them the damn money now. They you don't give them the money and now come back a year and a half later and say, okay, now you know because this happened and everything, we're gonna go and investigate everybody. Because what happened to the regular people who wasn't collecting that, who was still working hard and everything during, during the pandemic? You're going to mess with their account for what reason? Exactly. Just being greedy Those are the again. Who was collecting, with you, um, the collecting the money you was giving them. Hmm. And stuff. Exactly. And talk about the stimulus check. Shit. I didn't get no stimulus check. I was eligible for it. <laughs> you going to fuck with me? Like, you, you didn't give me nothing. Stay out my account. I was good. And I, apparently they felt like I didn't deserve the, uh, what, the second or third one. The third one, they feel like I ain't deserve that one. I ain't never get I that one. People still waiting for that, though. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah, these people still I'm, waiting for it. But yeah, anyway, people, we'll get back to that subject when we get a little more developing yeah. arguments for it, and we'll bring that back. But Todd is present, ladies and gentlemen. The entrepreneur and fitness guru, Mr. Todd, is here, and he's going to join us right now. Hey. Yo, yo. He on mute. Yeah. All right, are you there? We got you live, bro. I think he's trying to flip around. Come on. Hello. Hey. How are you guys doing tonight? We're Fine. doing great. I'm doing good. I just got done with football, uh, football coaching, coaching football. Okay. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so um, we got you up in here. So you a football coach too, huh? 
Yeah, I, yes, I am a football coach. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know if you know this, but your screen is black. So I, is, I just want to make sure that that's, um, you know, that's that's what you said it to be. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Well, thank you and welcome to the show and everything. So we're going to chop it up with you because um, I heard you a fitness, a fitness guru. So you've been in a fitness field, huh? Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, we hear you. All right. So Yeah, can you hear us? Yes. Okay, cool. So you know what? Why don't you just give uh, we're gonna give you the platform just so you can let everybody know um who you are and what you're about, you know, and everything before we get into it with you. All right, that's totally fine. So everybody, my name is Todd Riddell. Um, I grew up in Philadelphia, born and raised. Um, I had, I won't say I had like a rough background, but it was like, you know, some parts in there that, that was rough. Um, but I mean, growing up in Philadelphia, so I mean, just being black, it was kind of hard, you know, drugs, you know, stealing, you know, you'll see stuff every day as a kid that you're not supposed to see. But, you know, that kind of like, showed me like like i didn't want honestly you know so basically made sure that i hung around like the right people also i made sure that i did things that i wasn't supposed to be doing as a kid um but mm -hmm. i mean now i mean the person i am now today is totally different from the person that was like a couple of years ago i mean i'm more my my mindset is really out this roof i'm big on mindset being my like my growth development investments everything Thing is just basically just out this roof. Like, I mean, just being who I am. I just like every day. Like when I wake up, I like I just try to be me. Honestly, I, like I don't try to be nobody else. I just try to be me and like me only. Okay. And what part of Philly you grew up in again? What'd you say? What part of Philly did you grow up in? Southwest. I grew up in Southwest Philadelphia. Um, basically, like. Like I'm five minutes away from West Philadelphia, but I uh, grew up in Southwest. Okay, all right. I used to work in Philly a couple of years ago. Um, I used to work right on down in downtown Philly, sit by Center City and off um, Ray Street. I never got too deep down into Philly and stuff because I used to, as soon as I crossed that Ben Franklin Bridge, I was there at work. Yeah. <laughs> but I am familiar. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. familiar with a lot of areas in Philly and stuff, especially the famous bakeries, Denise's Bakery. You know of Denise's, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, man. I miss out there in Philly. Uh, I, just to let you know, Denise's has this pound cake, which is I know is not nowhere on your list because you're a fitness <laughs> group. That pound cake she has, oh, my God. You can just take a chunk of it and dunk it in some milk and just eat it. Let me tell you something about Philly, though. Where you at? Philly has is some great food. <laughs> it really do. Yeah, well, I mean it really do. You know, people don't understand, like, good food is always in North Philly. And, like, that's one part yeah, like, yeah. I don't go to by myself right. at all. Just basically, just basically, like, how it is, like, how I know how it is, the part I don't mm -hmm. go, for, like, go to at all by myself. Like, all the good food is in North Philly. Anything that you want, drinks, seafood, anything, like, anything that you want, good food, you have to go to North Philly. But you must yeah. go with somebody, honestly. So I tell you. Yeah, yeah. And if you want the best cheesesteak, you can't uh, you can't go to that commercial stuff. You gotta go to the hood for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you gotta go to the hood for that. I mean, he know I'm not lying. I mean, 
You got to go to the hood because I prefer, there's this, um, a place out there called Gems. They cheesesteaks is the bomb. I prefer days over Max. Max is real commercial. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows Max. Yeah. That's like the iconic thing when you go to Philly for a cheesesteak is Max. But Gems is in the hood, like in, like in a spot, in a cut. <laughs> and everything. But that's awesome. So, uh, again, talking about all this good food and stuff. So, let's talk about your um, fitness journey. So, um, what is it that you, um, you know, so you, um, a physical, um, a PT? Yes. I'm basically, I'm a physical personal trainer. I'm getting my second mm-hmm. certification pretty soon. Um, this basically like, you know, kind of like break it down to you guys. Um, I mean, my parents put me in sports and then like ever since sports, I kind of like grew with fitness and also with fitness, it comes with like, with like a lot of stuff where, mm-hmm. you know, I'd like give up, you know, juice and cookies and all that other crap just to be yeah. on, be in my body or to be at. Right, right. Okay. All right. So basically, um, okay, um, I think Steady has some maybe some questions, something he wanna say. But so are you also into the nutrition part as well? As far as like helping uh, yeah. the development plans? I mean, like, all right, let me try to break it down. I mean, I tell people, like, you can still eat what you want to eat. I mean, you can still eat cake. You can still eat cookies. and only eat them in modifications. Like, you can eat anything that you want. And that's what people don't know what to do. Yeah, basically, like, you can only eat in, you know, in modifications. So, basically, like, if you go out to, like, a dinner, you can only eat half of that dinner and put the other, like, and, like, take the, and, like, take the other half home for, like, the following day. So, basically, like, that one half must like gotta make you full honestly mm-hmm. 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 now let me ask you a question okay. do you think after you eat becoming full is a mental thing or a physical more of a mental or physical i mean ah hold up what'd you say again when when a person eats and that's called that statement quote unquote Full. You're supposed to be full after a certain amount of food. But do you think being full is more a mental thing or a physical? I'll say it's more like a mental thing, honestly. I mean, right. I mean, yeah. everything that, I mean, everything that you do is like like a mental thing. Like, it doesn't matter eating, running, whatever you do, it's a mental thing. But it's just like you know, you have to you have to take control of your mindset or your or your ego or like you know that voice inside your head, like yo, all right, you know what? I don't need this right now. I can wait until you know this day, or you know, I can wait until my cheat day to eat this. Like, is I tell people every day, like I don't really focus more with the nutritious thing because I know how people are. Because I know, like, if I train somebody, they'll like they'll come back like twenty pounds over their weight when they started out with me. You know, you like you're supposed to you're 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 supposed to lose the weight and you know watch you know and watch how you eat and also watch your watch watch your um your uh, calories too um at the same time. So I will say it's more of a mental thing instead of a physical thing. Agreed. Agreed. I, and I thought I want to make sure because me and you are professional on this, I want to make sure it just wasn't me and stuff because um yeah it's just because there'll be plenty of times physically i'll say well am i supposed to be full now because i ate this amount and i'm not you know what i'm saying but 
You you understand what I'm saying? Because they they actually have it measured by using a hand. Like if you use your hand, your protein amounts only supposed to be the size of your palm and stuff. And then this and that and stuff. But like, really, who gets full off of something like that? You understand what I'm saying? You know, you, know, you get what I'm saying. Who's gonna get full yeah. off of something like that? Right. I mean, like, you'd be surprised though. Honestly, for me, like I eat two meals a day. Like. Matter of fact, yeah, two meals a day, just dinner and lunch. Like my whole day is just really water, or some, or matter of fact, just fruit. Like throughout the whole day, like so basically, like you'd be surprised on how many people who are full off of one thing, or you know, off or off of just water. Honestly, right, 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 right. Interesting. So, do you have any um water? That that that's the biggest part of the diet. The biggest part of losing weight but for but for, however unfortunately it's the hardest part <laughs> to get in that water what do you have any techniques for that i'm water is like the most important thing like mm -hmm. you can losing weight yes it's the most important thing but it's losing weight is just really just nutrition honestly it's not really water because like you only because you're, you're only supposed to be drinking your body weight honestly like that's what does that mean what so i'm sorry can you just explain what that means? no 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 you're totally fine so basically like i okay so basically for example like i weigh about 230 i think i weigh like i think i, mm -hmm. I think so like mm -hmm. around like 230 like i only supposed to be my body weight so basically like my body weight is about I feel like 20%. So basically, I can only drink like at least 20 ounces a day. But like knowing me, how I am, like I don't go by that. I like I drink water every day because I need it because I, I'm outside right. running. I'm doing this. I'm running my business. Dehydrated, I'm, my daughter, yeah. I'm talking to my wife. I'm putting all these things that I need water and it needs to fill me. And like right. you know, I tell people, like, um, you know, drink a gallon a day. Like if you drink a gallon a day, like that weight will come off easy. But I tell people, if you're going to do that, you got to also work out. You got to also do like, you know, aesthetics to, you know, build muscle up where, so where it's just it's not just fat, honestly. And it's like, it's hard to think about drinking again. Cause let me tell you something, I done tried every damn thing. I done tried getting the, 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 the jugs that has the, the lines to tell you, okay, to cheer you on. Yeah, you did it. You almost there and everything. I don't try everything to drink water. And then you think about a whole gallon. How, how, I mean, how you damn near going to float away. But however, <laughs> I, I can see. Yeah, no, I'm serious. A whole gallon of water. I mean, you're going to be running to the bathroom yeah. all day and everything. And But then I can see somebody like you or somebody who's like constantly like moving and running and working out and stuff. Because when you do that, you sweat. You understand what I'm saying? So the more you move around, the more I guess you're going to sweat and you can get dehydrated. And so your body's going to be yearning for that extra water. Correct? Yes, that's definitely true. Like, but like, I mean, okay. you'd be surprised. Like all, like all the people who taught me and personal training, my mentor, like, yo, drink a gallon a day. doesn't matter how much you weigh. You can be skinny as a bone. Like drink water, like drink a gallon a day. Like it's just big. It's better to it's better to drink a gallon a day instead of like a small bottle because inside a small bottle you're like you're not getting much like much water, but if you're drinking right. a gallon a day, all right, that thing can last probably like seven days, three days, you know, four days. I mean, if you're somebody who right. drinks a whole gallon, like somebody who drinks a whole gallon in one day, hey, props to you. 
but that gallon for the last yeah. about at least four to five right that's like crazy can you drink you being a physical expert in fitness but can you drink a gallon today uh sometimes it, it, like it, it, it you, like you gotta catch me like you gotta catch me like on a if i'm like really into like i need water every every single minute yes i can but if it's like i'm if i'm just chilling and like you know talking to people i i just get my bottle and like you know i just drink my water honestly right right Right. So I want to get into um your head about some of your techniques and like what is your regimens like and stuff, your personal regimen. But somebody has a a question for you. And this is like a question for everybody. This is everybody's. This is a million dollar question. Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? Like, how do you get, you know, like, how do you get started? You, you get started and then you stop so many times working out. And like, how do you keep like motivated? So stay consistent with it, especially when you're working and stuff and you got to take care of other people in your life. So her name is Adriana. So uh, Miss Adriana, Adrian. how you, oh, Adrian, sorry. Um, Adrian. So basically why it's so hard because people, no offense to nobody out there, like people have weak mindsets, you know, they want to do something like, you know, they put something, they put something, matter of fact, for example, every year somebody wants to use, lose weight. That's just everybody mm. New Year's resolution. But when it comes to February or March, that resolution just goes out the door. So basically, working out, anything, running, blah blah, it's a mindset thing. You, you can't make excuses. Like I'm about to have another child, I cannot make no excuses. Like doesn't matter if I'm having five children. I at the end of the day, I must go to the gym. Like that's going to keep me well healthy. That's going to keep me, you know, you know, run around with my kids. You know, that's going to keep me, you know, doing all these things because if I, like the more I tell myself that, uh, you know what. Today, like today's the day. You know what? Mm. Today's the day. It's a mindset thing. Like it's really that's all what it really is. If you get up one day, like, like all right, you know what? Today's the day. Boom, you do that day. Following day, all right. Boom, boom, boom. It's just more. It's like the more you do it, the more it's going to be much easier for you. Right. Also, right. I, and, and, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, because I you I was gonna say you said the more you do it, the more it's be easy. But now is that saying that it's true that little myth? Um, once you do something for thirty days, you you continuously do it. It's now a habit. Would you yeah, yeah, like incorporate that into like working out? Right. All right. So basically, why? All right. So all right. So why would you stop? What's the reason? That, all right. So what's the reason that you're stopping for? Okay, you did your okay, yeah, but you just get tired. It's a mindset thing, like you know, me coaching football. It's a mindset thing, like you know, me, you know, you know, me talking to kids. It's a mindset thing. That's every, I mean, anything, anything that you do in life is really a mindset thing. So if you were, if you really want something out of life, you got to like change your mindset. You know, change, you no, know, change the people that you want to hang around. Like you know, I always believe in the people, the, the people that you hang around is like you're going to be that you know that person. Like you're going to be that person who. Like you're like that, you know. You have you have to change your mindset. That's all what it is. So now changing your mindset. How do you get your mind right? How do you get your mind right? Right. How do you get your mind right? That that because that like that's the key to it. Uh, All right. All right. So basically, family. 
that's how that's how I started with mine. Like with mine, like I cut my family out. Does it? Like you can tell you, like yo, I feel as though that that you're not, you know, giving me what I want. You know, you're 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 giving me bad energy. So basically, why would I want this inside my circle? You can cut out friends. You can you know cut out TV. You can cut out you know like you know being on social media all day. You can cut out certain things like to get your mindset right. You can write down affirmations. I'm great. I'm blessed. I'm glad that you know God woke me up this morning. Like that's how you. That's certain things like that. Small things first, and then that's when you work up to the big. Like for myself, I was I'm 26. Uh, back when I was 18, I was lost. I just graduated high school. I did not know what I was going to do with my life. But once I went back to Philadelphia, I was like, all right, you know, my mindset changed. Like ever since I met people, I networked people, and like you know. The people like the people that you hang around once again is like you're going to be that person. So if you hang around people who are closed-minded, you're going to be open-minded. So you have to, you have you have to take the small step. Of, you have you have to be this um you, you have to take the small step to change your mindset. You know it's a process. It's not just an overnight process. But you have to but you but you have to stick with the process. Yeah, you got to trust it, too. You got to trust the process and stuff, because that will also motivate you, you know, and everything to keep going for it. Yeah, all the time, all the time. Yeah, but, like, so, okay. So, all right, it's easy. Okay, as far as working out, it's easy to me. It's a little bit more easier for me to change my mindset as far as working out, whereas I go, okay, Tasha, listen, you're getting older and stuff. If you don't want these aches and pains and stuff and everything, if you want to live a long life and everything, work out, okay? But now, uh, it's hard changing the mindset when it comes to food. <laughs> I'm just sorry, it is. It's hard oh, changing right, the mindset no. when it comes no, to food. Because no, no, no. food has a way of talking to you. It's hard. It does. It's hard, but you have to stick with it. Like you can't just say, "All right, I'm getting old. All right, I'm doing this. I got aches and bones. All right." But you know the reason why what you're not doing because it's like your mindset or like whatever. You have to you have to go all in with it. Like I tell people all the time. Like even I'm like, "Yo, don't ever use age just because you can't do something." There are people. Oh, matter right, of fact, right. I know people myself. Seven, like you no, know, you know, eighty-year-olds who are still working out, just, like, just like me, like you know, lifting weights, like big weights too. Like, just don't ever feel like, don't ever feel discovered. Find a way to put it inside your schedule. Like, you no, know, this is for anybody out there listening. Find a way, find some way, find some way to do. You don't have to work. I got you working out in my schedule. You can. That's no problem. I got the working out part. That's no problem. I got it in my schedule. I've been working out consistently for at least four to five days a week for like almost that's like the last year. Okay. But now, okay, what I don't have is like uh, that burger sitting on my counter or that pizza pie. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I don't have the mindset when I got, if I got to cook for, you know, the household and stuff. That macaroni and cheese, okay, so I should right. stay away from that or we'll right. just eat a corn. That I can't get. Let me go in depth of a, I say a cheat day. All right, you vote, you vote to have a, a cheat day every, I think, six months or like to like a 12 months, I think it is. I think. Mm -hmm. So when you have that cheat day, right, 
You can eat anything that you want. But listen, that following day, you must go back to the gym and burn off all those calories off. But you cannot have another cheat day until you're following, like, until until your next cheat day. Like, you can't just keep on having cheat days. It's not called cheat days. It's called cheat, like, it's called a cheat day. Like, you can, you can have that burger. You can have that, you know, cupcake. You can have that donut or, like, whatever. But you gotta, but you gotta wake up the following morning, push yourself to the gym, and burn all those calories off. Yeah, but okay, you said we can have a cheat day, but I guess a cheat day you also have to do in moderation. Because you tell me I can have a cheat day, you know, I, I, my, I can eat, I can go to a restaurant and one meal would be two thousand calories. You understand what I'm saying? That would just be one meal. You know what I mean? And you yeah. still got two hundred meals doing a day. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like um, I tell people with the cheat days, try to like you know eat me like eat, like eat McDonald's or eat like a eat something yeah. that's not crazy. You know, it's not just all you know junk food. Eat, McDonald's like, you know, is crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's is the craziest. Like they that you know if you if you my if you my nutritionist, that's one thing you ain't got to worry about me eating. I don't eat fast food no more. McDonald's, none of that stuff. But oh god. Yeah, I don't eat fast food myself no more. On uh, myself, um, I just feel as though that it's not, you know, the way it's supposed to be. Also, with just staying on the nutrition side, everybody, I'm gonna let everybody know that vegan food is the same as the regular food. It's no difference at all. It's just really, mm-hmm. it's just really plant based food. That's all it yeah. is. Like, there's plant based cheesecake. There's plant based fried chicken. There's plant. Right. There's there's plant-based macaroni and cheese. Like, there's so many things out there that, that you can have vegan, like, whatever, but it's good. Yeah. So, I ha- like, I eat it all the time. Like, matter of fact, a, a, a vegan cheesesteak, not too long ago. Now, how did that taste? <laughs> it tastes just like the same as a regular cheesesteak, but it's vegan. I can imagine like, now, if it's vegan from Philly, and it's coming from a right part in Philly, that might, that, that might have been a hit. I can imagine that. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not even mad at that right now. I can imagine that might have been it if it's, it's uh, vegan yeah. and it's coming from the right spot in Philly. Try, try different. I'm sorry. What was that last statement you said? Yeah, that show there. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just try like just try different foods. Just, you know, just try, you know, explore. Um, back to the workout part, like guys, it's it can be hard, but you gotta, but you gotta just find it in yourself. Want to get muscles, or I want to get a fat butt, or you know, I want to get abs like that. Because like nowadays, that's what, that's all what people really want nowadays. Honestly, For myself, I just want to just look. I want to just be me, pretty much. Be healthy. You know, I don't care about yeah. the big. What'd you say? I said, you want to be healthy. Yeah, I mean, that's all I want to be. I just like I don't care about the big muscles. I don't care about the abs. I mean, yeah, it's good, but you know, that's not what you're really. That's that's not that's not what you're really there for. You're there for trying to find you know motivation inside yourself and make yourself feel confident, pretty much. Um, right. But you know, I always call I, like I always call working out as an art. It's like a painting. Right. Because like you're a pain mm-hmm. to get muscles or you know bigger legs like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So 
Let me ask you, because for certain people, you know, like myself, like I'm, I'm heavy. I've been heavy for most of my whole life. You know, what would be the best, like, what's the, like, what is the best exercise to drop the pound, to drop the calories and drop the pounds? Because I heard so many different things. I heard, okay, you just got to get a lot of cardio in first. Oh no, you got to lift some weights and everything. And it's just like, you know, what is it like that will just burn? I mean, this no brainer that will just burn the calories off no matter what. I mean, honestly, because like it's so many different things like that people say. Myself, like so basically, I'll just like I'll just tell y'all like what I did like in my process mm -hmm. that that helped me, and it's like and it still helped me until this day. Basically, like what I did, I worked out and played basketball. That's all I really did, mm -hmm. and like I lost half my weight just, just from doing that because I'm burning my calories off. I didn't eat. I probably didn't eat until like 10 o'clock at night, which you're not supposed to be doing, but I do it anyway. Yeah. Um, but like, no, that's how I, that's how I, that's how all my weight. I really played back cardio. I was sweating, I burned calories. I also worked out. So basically I'm burning all the calories and, you know, fats and, you know, stuff inside my body just to, you know, just, just to keep that weight off. Now, along while you're doing that, are you are you a big fan of taking like the supplements, like that hydroxy cut and all that stuff? Because they, you know, they, they got certain okay, things so that make you sweat. Yeah. So basically, all right. So when I was younger, um, I was very, you know, I wasn't, you know, like my body. So like, you know, I cried to my mom like, "Yo, mom, I'm gonna lose this weight. I don't look good." Blah blah blah. Yes, I did take hydroxy cut. Yes, I did that. It kind of worked, but it didn't kind of it didn't work at the same time. So basically, when I was younger, yes, I was fat, but I think once I got older, and like once I like start going outside more, playing more basketball, working out, that's that's where I noticed that I was you know I was losing my weight. And like sometimes also, when you're like two hundred pounds, but you're like you're still working out and you're still fit, that can also become that can also come from your from your height too. So basically, tall people, you know, six one, they make them weigh like two hundred pounds even. So basically, yeah. like you know, so, so basically, like you know, some of your weight can also come from your height too. Right, right, got you. Okay, so now a lot of people's, um, you know, you a lot of people. There's a lot of people who have issues with like working out. And everything as far as like, you know, if they just can't move right, you got some people who got like real bad arthritis in their knees and stuff, they can't do too much standing, or you know, right. you just got like, so what is some of the like your tips or exercise advice you can give to people who's just not that mobile, you know? Because I'm quite sure there's a lot of things they still can do, yeah. I mean, for people like that, honestly, like you can, like, you guys can do home workouts. Like you can do sit ups, you can do squats, you can mm -hmm. do like mm -hmm. calf raises. Like I tell people all the time, you don't have to go to a gym. You, mm -hmm. you do not have to go to a gym at all. You can, you can create your own gym inside your house and be surprised that uh, uh, the results that you're getting just from doing that at home is totally, there's no difference at all. A gym is just more, more equipped and, you know, more people. You can do home workouts. You can do sit-ups. You can do wall squats. You can, you can do squats with your with your children holding them. Like you can do stuff like that. You know, if you do have arthritis, if you do have bad knees, you know, take you take small steps, um, to try to try to get rid of it. Because I mean, 
can't really get rid of it, but you can like slow. I mean, you can you can slow down the pain, honestly. Um, but there are like tons of home workouts you guys can do for people who don't want to go to the gym or who don't want to pay for a membership. Um, there's a whole. Well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about people who um, just I know don't. Pretty matter. soon that I will be dropping my own my own home workout for everybody to grab, and like you know, like it's just basically working out. It's just basically just having fun with it. Honestly. Right, right, right. So what is your like what is a daily regimen for like you with your working out? Like what does it start and like for how long? Yeah. You hear me, Todd? Oh. You can't hear me? Hello. Todd, are you still with us? You guys hear me? Oh, now we can. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you heard my question. I asked, yeah, um, I'm still here. For you. Okay, cool. Um, for you, what is like a daily regimen with your working out? And like, how long do you do it? And how many days a week? No, I'm not here. All right. I don't know if you're explaining to us. We can't hear you, bro. He wants his audio. Oh, he's in the chat now. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're switching to chat for a momentarily. Repeat. It was just she was just saying, could you just kind of break down your routine, right? Your daily regimen and how many days a week you work out and for how long? Yeah, uh, you need a breakdown of you know how long, how many. Oh uh, my goodness! I mean, before I before I had my daughter, it was basically every day, honestly, it was seven days a week, mm -hmm. nonstop, waking up, waking up, waking up at six o'clock in the morning. This guy just to go to the gym. Now that I have my daughter, I mm -hmm. cut it down to five five days. You know, my schedule doesn't change. That's, that's, that's still I mean, a lot. I go from. <laughs> Tuesday to Saturday, or some days I might go Monday. Like I can like switch. That's what I'm saying. It's still a lot, and also like trying to like put in everything else. But um, they always say just try to like do it like just try to like do at least thirty minutes of working out, and like that's what I try. Like, that's what I try to mm -hmm. do. Sometimes it may be three hours. To tell you the truth, that's how crazy I am. I right. may do three hours between four hours. I mean, depending on how packed the gym. And you know, if it's quiet, all right, you know, this gym is mine. I'm gonna do everything that I possibly can to bring myself out. Um, just for my like my daily thing for like recovery, also showers, I take ice baths, I um, I stretch my body out. Uh, um, afterwards, always, please, always, always stretch your body out afterwards. It's a thing called dynamic and also resistance. If you're just doing like uh, resistance stretching, you probably don't do that um, afterwards. But if you're like doing like a dynamic stretching, basically like just moving around, doing like doing squats, stuff like that, you can do that before a workout. Um, but just basically, that's really my schedule, honestly. Um, 
that's basically what I do mostly every day for my workouts. Um, I do want to touch on um, also recovery. I feel as though that's a big thing too, um, only because you are not knowing how to recover their body. <clears throat> if you're somebody mm-hmm. new, if you're somebody new now, um, you, gotta, you have to give your body rest. You have to, you have, you have to take recovery days. Um, I know some okay. days, like some months, I may take I may take off a week, just because my mm-hmm. body is growing, my muscles are repairing itself inside my body, where it's just mm-hmm. I'm just doing this, you know, I'm not just doing the same thing every day. Now it's interesting you say that because now what I've noticed, like when I work out consistently and everything, like say like if I do five times a week uh, and everything, and then also you know when I eat consistently, you know good and everything, then I do take off like a few days, like maybe that week or maybe four days. And then I get in, you know, I come out my regimen of eating and start eating like something that, you know, you know, maybe a little bit more carbs and more protein and stuff. In that time period, I do notice like my body actually, you know, decrease, you know, losing weight. You understand what I'm saying? So like, it's basically like what I'm trying to when you're working out and you're going through the correct regimen eating and working out and stuff and stuff, it, you know, you don't like it, it. It seems like you're not seeing the weight go. But then when you stop. You know, for right. a while, you know, you, you notice you lose weight. Am I saying that correct? Is that true? You know what I mean? Todd? Yeah. Are you coming in and out? Are you guys still there? Yeah, we here. Are you still? Did you hear the question I asked you when we was talking about as far as um, I was asking you a question? Um, is it correct the way I'm reading, like right. after I work out right. consistently? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Say it one more time. Sorry. Oh no, I'm no, I was just, I'm still on the same part. I don't know if you I think you was getting ready to answer and say yes. How um I was giving an example how if I when I work out consistently and everything for like maybe two or three weeks, and then if I stop and take a few days off, like, and then up, also like stop up a and take, bit. I'm break I'm steady. Can you hear me? Hey, you yeah. Oh, so maybe we're breaking up on his end. Hmm. Yeah, we breaking up on his end. Todd? 
Is he still there? Can he? I don't know if he can hear us. He says breaking up a little. Yes, I can hear you now. um, A little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. So no, what I was asking is the transition from when you. um, It seems like when I work out consistently for a couple of weeks, and then if I take a few days off um, from working out, and then also add like some more, you know, carbs and proteins um, to what I've been eating. Um, more than what I've been eating for the last three weeks, it seems like then I notice my body actually dropping pounds and losing weight when I actually stop. Now, is that something, you know, that's true that, you know, that's, um, I guess, maybe scientifically true that, that, that the body experience? Go here. Um, I don't know if you're able to hear us. Can you hear us? Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the technical difficulties during the show, but we're going to try to get Ty back in. Um, there it, yeah, this should work. Okay, now let's try it. Welcome back. Okay, and Ty. Todd? All right, I can hear you guys now. Okay, awesome. All right. So, okay, so you hear what I'm saying right now, correct? Is this the present yeah. point time yeah. right now? Yeah. Okay. So what I was asking, I know, did you hear? Okay, my question was, okay, and um, is it true or something a body experience, like if I work out three, three, um, three weeks straight, and stuff, um, and then stop, and then I just, you know, for a couple of days, and then also like change my eating habits, like start eating more proteins and more carbs that was was, was outside of my regular diet for those three weeks. I noticed my body start losing weight in that time frame when I'm not working out or you know, eat, even eating less. Is that something true for everyone? Is that you know? I mean, like, see all. Yeah, so basically that in, in particular, I'm not really sure, bro. I heard so many things about that, and, like, nobody has not gave me, like, a straightforward answer with that, what you just asked me. Um, Because, like, I tell you this, because, like, you hear so many things, like, you're not really sure which to. Sometimes, like, I even act like, yo, is this, is this true? Is this, like, because, like, like, what I found right here is saying that it's true, but, you know, you're telling me that it's not true. So, um, um. To answer your question, it's, it's going to change a little bit, but I mean, if you're not this eating, 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 it's going to change. If you're like kind of like just nibbling, like nibbling at stuff, or you know, if you stop working out, you're just like nibbling at stuff. Of course, of course, like you're going to gain some of the weight back, but if you're just not eating all crazy. You're 
I know, I know. Sometimes I may do it. Like, you know, sometimes like for like a week, I may eat like uh, a, um, some cupcake, like some of that. But I have to go to the gym the morning or the next day. I go to the gym. I get track. Say, all right, you're tired, and I just keep on going. Right, right. Okay. Wow. Well, I mean, you gave us a lot of jewels today and stuff, and we want to thank you so much. Can you tell everybody where they can find you at or contact you? Everybody, you guys can find me on my business page at Sigarilla23. You can also follow me on my personal page on Instagram at DJ top boogie um, the figurilla website should be dropping pretty soon i'm just in a relaunch mode um we doing um i still got i still got a little bit of clothing left in my old inventory uh, so if you guys do want to buy a shirt or you know if i do have your guys size um you can guys can message me on my business page um if you guys want to like kind of you know come i gave my page and guys can know um, support Figurilla. It's a black-owned business. And I'm planning, like, no offense to nobody out there. I really plan on being being the one of the biggest fitness brand in, like, in the right. entire world. You got to speak that in existence, you know? young and black. And, like, I know how black right. people get treated. I'm just trying to, you know, set, like, a different standard for black people. And so I look, you know, no, uh, you uh, absolutely uh, own it. Absolutely own it. You got to speak it in existence. Okay, and when these people they when they um come to your pages or um to your sites and your platforms, um, will they be able to like um do you do online training and stuff that they can purchase from you or nutrition, nutrition? I guess it's the and everything, but I don't know if you can hear us. I guess you having a um, little um connectivity um, issue. So basically, I don't really like. I don't really focus on the nutrition part because um that's not really my area, and I I really don't feel comfortable with controlling how somebody eats. Mm. Okay, awesome. I get it. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on. You know, everybody, you know where to um you know reach him at and stuff. Um, you know, health is right now a big you know, um, important part of everybody's lives and stuff. So, um, you know, go and support, you know, and thank you so much, Todd, for coming on and dropping some jewels and knowledge on us and try to, you know, help us get our mind right to stay healthy. Some tips. We really need that. Can you say that part one more time? Sorry. No, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on, you know, and then dropping some great tips with us, yeah. you know, so, you know, um, so and encouraging us to get our minds right to stay healthy. All right, so basically, all right, so basically, pretty soon, maybe starting in December, I'm a Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we apologize for the technical difficulties that are occurring at this present moment. We thank you, Todd, for being present. We'll make sure to follow you on, on all your platforms and support you, brother. You've been a great guest, and we appreciate yes. that. Yes, yes, you know, especially this time, this day and age and whatnot, you know, health, um, staying in fit, 
and eating right. It was hard to do, but we all got to do it and stuff. Yes, we do, people. And that goes for your mental as well, people. Yes. Make sure that's important as well. You know, mind, body, and temple all in one connection. So don't just think because we bought Todd on here and he talking about fitness and stuff and you feeling some type of way. Don't be pressed by it. And, you know, it's cool. Exactly. That's right. That's cool. And everything. But that was a um that was some great tips he gave us and stuff. You know, you gotta get your change your mindset and really talk to yourself to see what it is that's prohibiting you from doing what you want to do and tackle it to get your mind right and stuff when it comes right. to working out. And that's in any aspect of your life too. You know what I mean? Yeah, and stuff. So I just wish my body would follow my mind because in my mind. Right. I- I'd be like on point in my head, like I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. And then I hit that shower and then I get back to the room and everything I just done outlined for that moment was like, uh, nah. How's it go? My mind's telling me no, <laughs> but my body is telling me yeah. <laughs> you feel me? That's just the way I work. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm really like that. And then I'd be mad at myself because he'd be like, you ain't got nothing done today that you said you was going right, to go do. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's it's crazy. It's very crazy and stuff how it works. But oh, unfortunately, one thing I can say, I know it's not just, you know, it, it's everybody's like that, you know? So that's not something you can say, oh, what's wrong with me? Why am I, you know, why, what's wrong with me? You know, is it just me? Everybody is like that. Everybody just... You know, they start off good for that couple of days, that week, maybe two. And then, you know, people are busy, too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? People are busy. So, and, you know, and unfortunately, you know, saying bills are not going to stay on hold while you're trying to work out. You understand what I'm saying? You know, so you got to, you, you, you damn near got to pick your poison. Hey, okay, so I want to be able to have energy to work so I can pay my bills and stuff, you know, and go to work. Or, you know, do I want to be healthy and look good and stuff and whatnot. Exactly. So I'm going to, you know you know, get more, you know, be late to work or whatever, or skip a day of work so I can get some rest. It's just, it's just hard. It really is. So, you know, and, but, you know, whatever you, what, what, even if it's only, what I learned, even if it's only 15 or 20 minutes of exercise is still something. And if you keep doing that every day, it's going to build up and build up and build up to be something. And, and it's activity. You know what I'm saying? So right. everybody can't get that. Everybody don't have the privilege um, to get that one or two hour of working out a day, it's impossible. It's impossible for, especially somebody who's working. You know, if I was able to lay around and like, like my name was Jaja and had somebody taking care of me, yeah, I can do it and stuff. But, you know, I'm working, you know, got a job and stuff and everything, you know, got businesses to run. So it, it's just, you, you can't, you know what I'm saying? So even if you just working in to just get 15 20 minutes of exercising, and I still think that's a that's a come up, and that's something good. That's something to be proud of. Exactly. We all know it's holiday season is coming up. And oh, that's the biggest of the feasting. So that little <laughs> gym mode go on hold. Look, we about no, to get ready to cross into October, so everybody's getting ready to stock up for Thanksgiving. Lord have mercy. And I get it rough because I'm the cook. You understand what I'm saying and stuff? And when I cook, I got to cook. And it's hard. But you know what I do notice when I cook big Thanksgiving meals? Because I don't cook meals for 30 people, 40 people. Like, when I cook, I cook. But when I do cook them and stuff, 
I noticed afterwards when everybody's eating, I'm not even hungry. And I, I don't even know it's associated with just being tired or being that you are the cook. When you are cooking, you just got to make sure everything is right. So you might be sampling here and there and stuff. So I, you know, yeah, holidays are coming. Yes, they are. It's coming and around. It's crazy. You could tell fall for the gear to set in because now we're going to get probably the rest of the week of rain just to, you know, even at that temperature scale of just setting in fall, which earlier this week I was kind of dreading it, but now I'm like, I'm embracing it to where like, I like it because it keeps me cool, keeps my room cool. You know, I like the environment. I don't know. It's just something about that air feel. It's a homey feel that it feels that just makes you feel. So yeah, awesome. I love the fall. I love the fall. I was born in the fall, but I just love the fall. I really do. That's my favorite time because, you know, it, it, it's just right. You know, it's just, it's just the, the, the just right season. You know what I'm saying? Because you can wear, you know, your, your hoodies and stuff, you know, and stuff. You can be comfortable and everything. And just, you know, then, you know, Dunkin' Donuts don't help or Starbucks don't help because then they come out with every, all the pumpkin spice muffins and stuff that, you know, I try. It's a battle staying the hell away from. <laughs> you know, because I just love the pumpkin muffins and stuff. But yeah. and, then, and then also during the winter and fall, that can hurt you too because you just get comfortable. Like in the summertime, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, they can get uncomfortable being a certain size. You understand what I'm saying? And they're like, okay, yeah. I got Listen, lose some goddamn weight. But see, in the wintertime, when it's because it's hot, you know what I'm saying? But in the wintertime, when it's cold and you're nice and cozy and stuff and everything, and you know, the, the heat is not there, so it's not even, you know, having an impact on how you feel with the weight and stuff, that can hurt you too. That's why I say a lot of people put weight on during the winter. And then you get that, that, all that winter boo loving people who's doing that out there. It's, <laughs> it's cuddle season, ladies and gentlemen. Cuddle season, yeah, right? <laughs> On all that, all them seasons, they will like you know definitely um, ah, you know contribute to your weight loss, your weight gain and stuff. Cuddle season, eating movies hit seasons, cuddling up, watching movies and stuff all day. Yeah, all right, but but that was a great show. Him coming on, really want to thank him one more time, Todd, for coming on and sharing with us and being here with us tonight and stuff. Yeah. Uh, cool. what we got coming up tomorrow? Of course, really, like you don't know tomorrow's talk soon Thursday. <laughs> opening conversation with Cocoa Sugar. So tomorrow's Chopstick and Cheetos Thursday. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody Mistress brush up on Dazzy's, Exactly, Mr. Dazzy will be joining the panel. Awesome, Dazzy. Making a return to Who They Want podcast for this love and lockup evening affair. Huh? My my girls, Adrienne Lawana, they'll be back here. With us as well too, and all that stuff, and oh, so get your popcorn and yeah, bring your popcorn. <laughs> get your popcorn, your chopsticks, your Cheetos, and bring a mm -hmm. pair of handcuffs. <laughs> right, it's right. gonna be serious. And we'll brush up on love after lockup, y'all. That's all I gotta say. Just watch that show. <laughs> Just watch the show, people. Watch the show. <laughs> stuff Absolutely. and then yeah, we got an excellent week coming on, and then we, we got Friday. You want to explain to the audience what that's about? Friday, all I'm going to say is it's going to be a movie, it's going to be epic, and you don't want to miss what's in store for Friday. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to download The Block on the app stores, everything entertainment expo. Download, get blocked in. You already know the rules, the guidelines. Need I say more? This has been Who They Want Podcast, and we're going to exit this live before somebody tries to make me reveal my card that I'm not doing. Not going to do it.
So thank y'all for tuning in. Love, peace, and hair grease. Who they want me to? Peace tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>